Hey everyone, welcome to Dance Colleges and Careers, brought to you by Insta Dance Coach, virtual guidance toward a professional dance career. My name is Brittany Noltmeyer, and I will be your guide to finding the perfect college for you. Dance Colleges and Careers is here to provide you with information about different dance colleges, what to expect, and how to find the right school for your dance type. Go to www.instadancecoach.com and click on the podcast tab to submit any additional questions. Follow me on social media at InstaDanceCoach, I-N-S-T-A-D-A-N-C-E, Coach. Let's hit it. Hello, everyone. Today, we are talking to the amazing Keisha Lalama coming to us from Point Park University. Keisha is the head of the jazz unit at PPU, and this is a very special treat for us because she was also a Point Park alum. Keisha's choreographed feature films such as The Perks of Being a Wallflower, Sorority Row, Broadway or Bust, the hit television documentary, and the highly acclaimed television series, Outsiders. And you know what, guys? Keisha is the choreographer of the Jimmy Awards in New York City. So let's get started. Hi, Keisha. Thanks for being here. Hi. How are you, honey? I'm great. It's so good to meet you. Oh, it's nice to meet you. So how do you know Jonathan? Jonathan's my brother-in-law. Oh, that's amazing. So guys, just so you have a little reference to what we're talking about, my brother-in-law, Jonathan, went to college at Point Park University. So I mentioned to him that I was going to be speaking to the incredible Miss Keisha Lalama. And he goes, oh my goodness, you are so lucky. I'm so jealous. And he was talking to me for about 20 minutes about how incredible Keisha is and so excited for me to get to have this interview. He goes, how how did you get that? How can you how can you talk to her? So I'm super excited to have you on the show, and I can't wait for all of our listeners to learn from you about Point Park University. Where do you think is the best place to start when beginning the college search? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, there's many different things to talk about when you're looking at colleges. And I think the number one choice that you have to make is what's right for you. And so when you're first looking at colleges, you'll know, I feel like when you put your feet on campus... A lot of people know their home and and they know it's right and it's a good fit, but that's the key. It it shouldn't be um, that fantastical idea that you have in your head of putting all your eggs into one basket because of a name association or a success, you know, association or an alumni turnover, you know, or, or success rate and those kinds of things as well. It's really just about finding the place that works for you at that moment in time in your life. And that's when the most success happens for a personal, you know, advancement and development. That's the only way to do it. Right. It was really hard for me to pick out a college. But in the end, once I stepped on the campus, I knew I just had that gut feeling that that was the right school for me. That's it. That's right. And that's like I I actually went to Point Park. Um, I transferred from a different university and I, I walked in for that audition that day. I'll never forget it. I walked into the dance studio and I knew I was home. I just knew. And, and that was the perfect fit for me as a student. And, you know, apparently I've never left because I've been there <laughs> forever. But it just, for me, was the right place. It, it just was home. So, yeah. So Keisha is the head of the jazz department at Point Park University. And you've been there for 12 years. Is that right? I've been there for 20. 20 years? Okay. The website online is, is a little outdated. It's a little old. It is so old. It is so old, but I have been part of Point Park uh, when I enter 20, what, entered 2020. 
that was my 20th anniversary. I started in the year of 2000. Isn't that crazy? And guys, she's the choreographer of the Jimmy Awards. I am. So if you participate in those, you might be able to meet her. That would be fun. Okay, Keisha, I have a question that I'm hoping you'll be able to help me out with. I am trying to decipher the difference between a conservatory and not a conservatory, just a a liberal arts college. And it is very difficult to understand because many programs will say they are a conservatory type program. Can you talk about where Point Park Point Park belongs in this yeah. category? That's a that's a great question. So um, Point Park is quite the enigma because it is a conservatory that lives within a liberal arts school. So when you normally attend a conservatory, you do not have to take all the liberal arts courses, your core curriculum. But Point Park is a conservatory that lives within a liberal arts school. So you still have to take the core classes, your English, your whatever, you know. Uh, but the conservatory allows you to train in a very rigorous, rigorous schedule. So you are literally dancing at Point Park sometimes from eight o'clock in the morning. And if you're cast in a piece until 10 o'clock at night. And so you take three technique classes a day. You take an hour and a half ballet, an hour and a half jazz and an hour and a half modern technique class every single day. So it is quite demanding and quite rigorous. And, uh, it really is about you know, develop development, you know, in every aspect, mind, body, soul. And so that's the, uh, you know, some places like Juilliard's just a conservatory. It's really kind of rooted in dance and really dance development and those kinds of focuses. Mid Park is a conservatory balanced with that liberal arts study. And a lot of kids will come into us and they'll be able to train with dance, but then also get a double major or a minor. So a lot of kids will come in I think the bonus with Point Park as well is our musical theater program. So if you are a really strong mover or a strong dancer, Point Park is probably the answer for you. If you want to major in musical theater, you audition. Or if you want to major in dance, of course, you audition to get in. But then you can cross over. So we just did a production of Pippin. And if I'm not mistaken, there were eight dance majors in the show Pippin. But then I did a full-length dance theater piece, which was on the dance concert series, and I had six musical theater majors in our show. So it's a really kind of great mix of being able to do both, and that's a rarity in the collegiate realm. Usually if you're musical theater, that's what you do, or dance is what you do, but Point Park allows for that kind of ebb and flow and crossover, which is really, really valuable in today's market. Right, because at a lot of schools the different programs can be kind of isolated and not use as much collaboration when it comes to the shows. Yeah, that's right. And it's important. I mean, we, we do support each other, the every realm and even the cinema department. Right. And so a lot of our, you know, musical theater students will be an actor in a short indie film that the cinema department's working on and even dancers. And so there's a lot of uh, kind of interdisciplinary mixed media art forms going on. Uh, It's a great place to be right now. How awesome that they get to have all those opportunities and not have to limit themselves. Yeah, it's important. You know, I think exposure is the key, you know, being as versatile as you can be, but you've got to be exposed to it. And so, um, you know, the philosophy, we we all kind of live with that same philosophy is to expose the students to as much as, as we possibly can to make them the best artist they can be. That's awesome. <laughs> That's sure. so cool. I'm glad that they have that opportunity to mix between the musical theater and dance department. Okay, 
Keisha, online it says they can either get their BA or their BFA in dance. That's right. And I think that can be really confusing, especially for dancers, because it's not the same thing as an English major. Sometimes in a three-hour credit might not technically mean three hours a week in the studio. What does that mean? So can you explain the difference between the BA and the BFA and maybe why someone might want to get the BA over the BFA or vice versa? I feel like the BA is designed for your more academic type dancer. Maybe the dancer that also wants to double major in business or double major in sport, art, and entertainment management. So we have like an art management program, a sport management program, and an entertainment management program all in one. It's one of the top programs, uh, I'd say in the world. It's really fascinating. But a lot of our dance majors will come in and then dual major in SAEM. And to do that, you want to make sure that you are on the BA track because those the less credits you need, you can put those credits towards your double major. Oh. The BFA is the fine arts degree, and it's really focused on performance. So you are just dancing and dancing and dancing and performing and performing, and that is your focus without kind of opening your, your eyes to some other kind of major. Okay, that makes sense. So that's pretty much like the nuts and bolts of that. It's very, it's very cut and dry. The BA allows you to, you know, double major in something else. I had one girl double major in business and was studying a business law, just taking business law. And the book was bigger than her. And I would walk into class and she'd sit there in a straddle and she's reading and then she gets up and takes class and then sits back down and she's reading this book. It's bigger than her whole body. And it was business law, but it's, she was capable of doing it and really enjoyed accounting. And so she, she was a BA and she, she did it. And so that it, every kid has different goals. And I, I do believe that Point Park, you know, allows that kind of openness for you too. Oh, wow. Good for her. That's awesome. Yeah. But then Point Park also has a minor in dance as well, right? That's right. So that student chose to get her BA so she could still get a bachelor's. But what type of student would get a minor in dance? Yeah, I mean, I do feel like uh, a lot of the musical theater kids that are BFA do the dance minor because then they can put all of their dance classes into that kind of BFA program and it does cross over. So that's really, really helpful. So the, the minor comes into play for a lot of our musical theater students. And then we do have, actually, there's two, two dancers that have their dance minor that are in the education program. So they want to be teachers, but kind of didn't want to give up dance. And so they're getting their dance minor as well. And they were strong enough. So they auditioned and they got it. And so that is, uh, it's valuable for, for many different reasons, I guess, but mostly for the musical theater program. Yeah. Okay, great. So they know they can either get the BFA, the BA or the minor in dance. But I see here that they get that bachelor's in dance, but with a concentration in either ballet, modern, or jazz. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah, it just depends on what what your goals are. You know, if you want to go into a ballet company or a contemporary ballet company, then you'd probably focus in ballet, right? Or jazz or modern. Um, The really cool thing and special thing, which I think what makes Point Park a standout, is that most of our students, even if I'm a jazz concentration, I will take modern and ballet every day, which makes me a versatile dancer that can do just about anything. And that's what Point Park does. We have really strong dancers that are strong, that can throw on a pair of point shoes, that can turn around and be really heavy contemporary, but then put on her three-inch Leducas and pull out a Fosse combination like it was nothing. And so that's our goal is to make sure that all of our dancers have success and long-term sustainability for that 
career later, right? So in your head as a 20-year-old, you might think, I want to do contemporary dance and that's it. I want to be in a modern dance company, but then turn around and do Broadway when you're 25, 26. And so you kind of go back into your toolbox and you're like, oh, I remember that from college. And, and you're able to kind of bring all of, those, all of those skill sets to the forefront later on, certainly. So that's the goal. Yeah, that's really great. Really turning out strong dancers. And even the ballet dancers, they have to take jazz too. The ballet majors take jazz, absolutely. And modern takes ballet and modern takes jazz. So everything really crosses over. Yeah. Okay. And then I saw for the jazz dancers, there are voice lessons as a requirement. Absolutely. So is that the goal with the jazz route to focus on becoming a triple threat? Yeah. In the jazz unit, most of the dancers want to go down that commercial realm. And so we do, part of the curriculum is acting and voice. Because at some point, you are going to have to tap into those skills. So, you know, you might think you don't need them. But then what happens is, you know, the dancers will take it and then often register for private lessons to expand, you know, upon those ideas and, and continue to develop. So, yeah, it's important. <laughs> yeah, it's important. it's important. And then you can make more money if you have those skills, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Why would you limit yourself when you can turn around and do a gig you know, and make a little bit of money in an area in which might not be your strongest or most comfortable, but the idea is that you can do it and do it well. Yeah, absolutely. Become an InstaDance Insider today. InstaDance Coach is virtual guidance toward a professional dance career. It is an exclusive program for the serious dancer. If you are a dedicated, passionate dancer with drive and hunger for success, you can apply today at www.instadancecoach.com. Alrighty, we're back. And you also have a pedagogy program. Yes. So this is really focused on people that want to teach dance. So you go into that your second year? Yeah. So you would declare that your second year. And if that's something you're interested in, then we would help you really focus on how to develop your teaching skills. Do you still get a lot of performance time even after you've made that switch to decide to be a dance teacher? Absolutely. So you would just kind of supplement maybe instead of taking a tap class, you would take more pedagogy courses. But yeah, absolutely. You would still have all the opportunities as a regular dance major. Okay, cool. I think that's a really cool program because as a dancer, of course, we all want to be performing 24-7, but at some point in our careers, we're probably going to be teaching at some point. And, you know, it's a learned skill. It's good to practice that. And That's right. And it's important to keep dancing too, right? And so even at my age, it's important to throw yourself into something different, something new to keep your, just your mind stimulated. You have to be a lifelong learner to be an educator. And so that's part of that learning process. You have to feed right? You have to feed your soul to be able to make sure you can also provide and give back. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I bet you're getting a good workout in your Zoom classes right now. <laughs> uh, it's just crazy. It is, <laughs> it is Zoom class after Zoom class and Zoom meetings after Zoom meetings. Zoom, and they, they, they knew this was coming or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a great platform. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really worked out well for a lot of people. So yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. So mm-hmm. I want to talk about the other majors you were talking about. It was like entertainment business. And the other one, it was an acronym. I don't remember what it was, but I would like to learn more about that. Yeah, sure. So it, it falls under what's called S-A-E-M. It's crazy. So sports, arts, and entertainment management. 
And you can go into that program and focus on becoming a sports manager oh. and arts management, right? Or okay. entertainment management. And a lot of people will go in and become like the manager of a band, right? Oh. Or learn how to what? run a music festival. Or they become a manager and can run the house of a theater. To so become our right? bosses. So they become the house manager <laughs> of a gigantic theater like the Kennedy Center. Uh, it's, it's pretty great. It's a great, great way to bring all of Point Park's uh, strong suits together. And it's uh, just another way that, you know, if you're a dancer and you get injured or your body gives out, you still love the arts and you might not be able to participate physically, but you can certainly do it intellectually and on a different kind of level while still valuing arts and what it means to you in your life. Wow. And so um, it's interesting because there are some people that decide to major in musical theater or dance, and I hear it all the time. It's not what I thought it was. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they'll drop out or transition into something more along the lines of arts management, okay. you know, or entertainment or whatever. But it's, it's, um, it's interesting, you know, you, you've got to be 100%, 100% committed to doing this as an artist. And you know, that as a performer. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hard work. guys. It is a lot of hard. Yeah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> yeah. And then when you finally feel like you've got a plan and the next step in line, it never really goes according to plan. You got to be willing to go with the flow and be flexible. That's right. That's right. You just got to be able to go with the flow and, and just know that, you know, you'll come out of it no matter what it is, right? If you if you have a dry spout and you're not working, it will come. The gigs will come. You just have to kind of, and find your niche, right? Your happy place. You know, I'm looking at Disney back there. I've had so many kids say, I just want to work with Disney. And, and maybe they find that embarrassing or apologetic as they're saying it. I'm like, why are you apologizing? It's great. Do your thing. Yeah, That's it's awesome. a great place to work. <laughs> I That's love Disney. Yeah, it's not to like. And it's a really unique job as a performer because we barely ever get to work for corporations where you get PTO and a maternity leave. So it's a great place to work. That's right. A job where you can buy a house and start a family. That's right. And then I have people who just want to work for Cirque in Vegas you know, or just do cruise ships and travel the world. I feel like the opportunities are endless. I mean, certainly much more expansive than I was as a college student. You know, the, the opportunities just weren't there. But now the quality has also gone up. I mean, quality for performing at Disney, quality on cruise ships, quality in Vegas. It's just, it's extraordinary what has happened in the industry. And so... It's interesting. Point Park is actually at the helm of a lot of artistic director positions. And so from RWS with Ryan Stana and all of the Holland Cruise Lines, right? I mean, Ryan's amazing. He's a Point Park grad. And then I look at JP, who's running Royal Caribbean, a Point Park grad, right? I mean, it's really interesting to see the kind of evolution of these places, but still rooted in Point Park. So there's a lot of great things that the university has done and continues to do so as well in the industry, development-wise. It's, it's fascinating. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Keisha, it's been real talking about Point Park, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. I mean, I, I danced at Point Park. Uh, I've had a recurring knee injury and my, my knee, my body. I was a gymnast first. And so this recurring knee injury just kind of like beat up my soul and even my passion to be a dancer. I was always interested in teaching and choreography. And so, um, you know, life puts you on the path that you're supposed to be on. Uh, in 2000, I got a phone call to teach at Point Park and I was subbing for a dance teacher. And then the head of the department at that time offered me a job. 
And uh, she said, would you be interested? I jumped. Yes. Are you kidding me? And that's the thing. Like, you're exactly right. You got to go with the flow because you just don't know. If you would have told me at 18 or 19 years old as a college student that I'd be a college professor and like had the career choreography wise that I've had, I would have never believed it. So um, that was my path. I started teaching in 2000 and then I ended up getting full time. I went back and got my master's. My career has been backwards because of that though. So everyone talks about this path or decisions you make. A lot Mm -hmm. of the students at Point Park launched my choreographic career. So people would come to me and say, would you, you know, be interested in choreographing on this company? Wow. And so students would graduate and talk to the artistic directors of dance companies and then call me and say, send in your stuff. And that's how I got. Wow. So that's actually how my national choreography started was through students recommending me after they graduated. It's complete backwards of what you would right, think. but obviously they loved you and I knew you'd be the best. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's I I am so blessed. There are no words, you know, but like Jonathan, he knew you were the best. <laughs> oh, I love Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, I was talking to him last night and he just kept talking about how inspiring you were and and how I, he was so jealous that I got to talk to you. <laughs> oh, they're, they're they're wonderful. But I think the thing is, too, that I, I listened to my students, they as much as I was producing and trying to give them information, they were feeding my soul. I mean, uh, students influenced me as much as I tried to influence them. And I feel like I learned and gained as much knowledge as maybe they did. But it was the reverse for me. They gave me so much and made me the storyteller that I am today, certainly. But Jonathan's class, I mean, th- that group was was really I mean they they created and influenced so much of still what I do today that posse right there that that gang man that was my that was my I I that group will stay with me for the rest of my life and they know who they are hi guys <laughs> but they're my family and I think that that's part of Point Park too is that um once you're kind of part of it it doesn't leave you and I think that's what makes Point Park kind of, I don't want to say more special, but it is a family environment. It's, it's, you become a point Parker for life. And it goes, it goes with me everywhere. Like even when I'm choreographing a a movie or a TV show, I try to hire point Parkers. Right. And when I go and choreograph for dance companies, there's always a point Parker there. And the Jimmy awards to me is the greatest kind of reward of my life because I get to work with all of those really talented students, but then see them success, like succeed later. So watching them get Broadway shows and watching them get into college or watching them decide that I love theater, but I don't want to do this. But then they become an arts advocate later. To me, that's the most rewarding thing in the world is, is taking everything that I learned as a Point Park student and then as I continue to learn as a professor, because if you, I truly think if you listen to your students, you become a better person. I'm certainly a better mother, a better friend. And then all of those ideas kind of come with you as you continue to evolve as a human. And um, it just influences my art all the time as a choreographer and all those things. So that's kind of my philosophy. I just, it's really about the human condition and and trying to be like a, a decent person and do good and leave the world in a better place. That's all. It really, to me, it's simple sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for real. 
So you started teaching at the university before you had your master's? I did. So again, backwards, right? And so I, my- Uh, You can do that? I didn't know you could do that. Most of the time you have to have a master's. And so for me to get full time, uh, you know, that was the thing. I could teach as an adjunct, but to get, to be considered for full time, and then apply and go through that process, I had to get my master's. So while I had to, I was teaching at Point Park as an instructor, so I did have full time, but I was an instructor with the caveat that I had three years to get my master's. At the same time, I was the CLO education director. So at the Pittsburgh CLO, I'm now the director of community engagement and oversee education. So I've had two full-time jobs now for 14 years, but for me, it's one big thing. It's one big arts education kind of educate people, educate your audiences, engage everyone. It's, it's just one big picture for me, but I got my master's while I was balancing both full-time jobs with two kids Ooh. and a husband. Oh, so wow. I just do it. Yeah, yeah. You had a really busy it year. It was a busy year. It was crazy. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was oh my goodness. Yeah, it was a crazy time. Wow. It was a crazy time. But you know. But very, very rewarding. It was so worth it. And yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. if I were to give advice to anyone, is that you can do it. Yeah. You just have to want to do it. How bad do you want it? And I wanted it. And so you just do it. <laughs> I, I think yeah. that that's the. If you truly know what you want, nothing will stand in your way. Absolutely. I, I truly believe that. Yeah, I believe that too. Thank you. <laughs> it's important. We got to get out there and make things happen for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a pandemic standing in your way right now. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when are we ever going to be gifted the moment of, of time again with our loved ones or just being alone with ourselves to be, you know, and, and I, I do feel for people that might not be in a safe environment, certainly, but it, this is an opportunity, you know, to kind of just try to find the positive somehow, some way, and and just try to get through it. But yeah, like you're doing this. It's great. You know, it's great trying to help students learn about college and what what that can do for you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Demystifying college. I Ooh, I like that title. Demystifying college. Maybe I should change it to that. Great. <laughs> okay, Keisha. Well, we're coming to the end of our time. So is there anything else you'd like to add? And where can our listeners find more information about you or the program at Point Park University? No. I mean, I, you know, if anyone ever wants information about Point Park or just career development or help, please don't ever hesitate. You can find me on Point Park's website. Don't watch the video. It's old. <laughs> no, you so should funny. still watch the video. She looks amazing and fabulous. But if you don't, don't hesitate. I mean, there's no right answer. There's no right path. There's no certain, you know, distinct way of finding success. I, I truly think and know I have found success to be what makes you happy as a person. And it's so simple, but we lose sight of that. We think that a Broadway credit or a film credit or television is success. I mean, those are great milestones, but not not really where you will find your happy place. And so I just think that if, if there's anything I can do to help anyone kind of navigate through that, I'm, I'm here. Don't ever hesitate. Email me, find me. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff, but don't hesitate. Okay. Anytime. What's your tag? How do we find you on Instagram? Oh, yeah. It's just my name. It's Keisha LaLama. And then my handle's at Keisha LaLama. Okay, so follow Keisha LaLama on Instagram. Well, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much, Keisha, for coming on the show today. Oh, you're just the best. Thank you. You're the best. 
And that concludes our interview with the amazing Keisha LaLama. Thanks, Keisha. It's just been such a pleasure getting to talk to you and learn about Point Park. What an incredible school. What a great place. It's a great place. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Thank you. And give Jonathan my love. Enjoy your time. Oh, I absolutely will. He is ecstatic for this episode to go live so he can hear your voice again. He says he misses you. (laughs) Oh, I miss him too. Okay, bye, Keisha. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for all your time. All right, you too. Take care. Bye, honey. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Dance Colleges and Careers, brought to you by InstaDance Coach. This episode is edited by Brenna Murchie. Theme song is created by Matthew Claiborne at Flamingo Sound and Show. Thank you to my sponsors, the Chiropractic Center of Leesburg and Claremont, and Pure Hemp Labs. Catch you on the inside.